0: Welcome to Tim and Joel. Call it in the ring, and it's Thursday. And I'll stop talking like a weird Kermit the Frog, who was recently revealed to be a oh god, there we go. Uh, recently revealed to be the what was he the the masked singer? I think I saw that somewhere on Twitter. I don't watch the masked singer, so there was that.
1: I'm sorry, why are what, we here Kermit, again?
0: What Kermit the Frog? Yeah, I think Kermit what? the Frog was the masked singer on the masked singer.
1: I uh, first of all, I've never watched the masked singer, so that. Nor have I. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> wow my mind is blown how does the guy wait was it kermit the frog was was the masked singer or was it the person playing kermit the frog but they showed him as Kermit, like whoa, 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 no it was like the,
0: the puppet emerged from within a deeper puppet and i guess they were the ones saying, i don't watch the masked singer and i don't even really care all that much about it i just i don't know why we how we got here we we were i mean we're you opened up we're a wrestling show right
1: yeah, you opened up with your, hey, hey, it's Thursday. It's Kermit oh, the Frog. Yeah, I here. was
0: talking funny. I clipped the, I clipped the mic off the top and I got really self-conscious. So I started talking um, like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. welcome to the show. Therapy with Tim and Joel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, if you want to contribute to our therapy, you know what you can do. You can hit that like button for us. It gets us out there into the waves. It gets you. Talking to your friends, talking about us, talking about professional wrestling. Click the subscribe if you haven't done it yet. Tap the bell, you get your notifications. You let us know that you're getting us on the air every single Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, maybe 5 p.m. Pacific, maybe it's midnight GMT right now. That'll all change because the world is weird. But let's let's talk about weird, shall we?
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about we- it's. It was a it was a a mixed bag this week. Uh, a mixed it really was. wet bag. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, let's let's get through the first part. All right, and that is that a wonderful dynamite match with oh. Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Lights out, unsanctioned. Yes, uh, a breakout performance for for really for Britt Baker. Thunder Rosa already like had her roses. She was she was you know, over. Unintended. She was over. already over. She brought so much to it, and you know, uh, to bring a, a not only a great match that had a lot of hype, which was something I was very very uh, curious. About i was very concerned <laughs> yeah because it, 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 we've seen it like we've seen so much hype lately in AEW, not living up to it
0: mm-hmm.
1: this is the first one that's really lived up to it and oh, I'm very it, much a fan
0: it truly did and like i, I think there was a, a brief conversation about blading last week where i was ripping on jericho and saying that his bit really didn't need it like i am not against blading this was beautiful This was a really special moment for it and like brit you know she got herself a damn t-shirt out of it that's going to sell like hot cakes that already has tremendous my god great Uh, yeah iconic iconic moment on a on a shamrock shake of a night like
1: And, and so this is funny you and i when we did our our whole rundown for pw unlimited we were talking about how it's another themed dynamite and you were very much against the idea of themed shows Still hate
0: it it added nothing
1: <laughs> yes and i agree and it was you know the old adage in wrestling that red makes green that was literally what we just saw last night hell yeah my god beauty brit baker brit baker made a lot of green from that t-shirt and you know really what it was it wasn't the face full of blood no honest to god it
0: was the eyeballs yeah
1: with the blood it was seeing the the white with the red contrast that did it for me at least
0: and the way it it built it built naturally like having reba a rebel in the match like actually added a lot to it for me because she was there as her like toady just getting her different things and they were introduced in like a really good pace like the pacing of it was so good and like there was there were a couple spots that could have hit a little bit harder, but like it, it didn't matter because you felt that exhaustion and that's the, the, the in ring storytelling and the pacing of it. It just it worked so so goddamn well.
1: When those thumbtacks came out, did you have the feeling that it would be Britt Baker going into the thumbtacks?
0: No, no, I figured Thunder Rosa, and that was a nice little subversion of my expectations.
1: I thought it was going to be Reba, really. Rebel. <laughs> going in. Yes, because only because she was the most dressed out of the three oh, that's women. true. That's really And true, usually yeah. when you're wearing the most clothes, it means you're taking the heaviest bump and there you're going to be okay. So I was like uh, shocked. You know what? Uh, these women work their asses off and it was a- an excellent match. And after we spent weeks talking about the women's division in AEW and not being not being the best Uh, I think this is really the turning point for the AEW women's division. This is an opportunity for them to continue to build on what they've already accomplished. And the only reason that this has happened is because while they're in a building phase, they've had to pivot hard away from Japan, away from the Joshi style, which I don't think most North Americans really understand yet. You can look at Maki Ito as a good example of that. I told you, people, I'm
0: not a huge fan. Like,
1: <laughs> it, it, It's a different style. It's one yeah. that you're not acclimated to. Therefore, you are not fully aware of what each character is or how they wrestle or what the expectations are of a Joshi wrestler. Uh, Maki Ito is very popular because she's almost attitudinal, but she's also a loser. But people yeah. think that she should be winning and a badass like a stone Cold because she gives the, the middle finger. Because of the like social that.
0: stuff. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think there's room for Joshi. But like I was saying, the American audience and North American, because we're Canadian, we we need to understand what Joshi wrestling is. And for AEW to have to pivot to the North American wrestlers that are available in, in the time of a pandemic, for God's sake, that really elevated AEW's women's division in the time that they've had.
0: Yeah. And their roster is just so deep. They've got so so many places they can go to it. And like, just look at like Jade did her, her first singles match debut and it was a squash as expected, but it like she looked good in it. I like her finisher. She threw a, a mean looking German uh, with the kip up right after it was fluid. Like she's got a great look. She's got a good character. Like it's going to be interesting now that they have a few like like enough women now that have been built up and, ha- and are over that they can actually run a division because like, you know, they tried to introduce some people and it didn't quite work. Abaddon didn't quite work. Like the, the 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 character still needs a bit of, of tooling, but like now you've got Hikaru Shida, you've got Nyla Rose, you've got Jade Cargill, you've got Brit Thunder Rosa. Like there's enough people there now that it, it's really an interesting division and Big Swole, who's still waiting in the wings and a good yes. character and a great in-ring per- performer. So
1: bringing in Thunder Rosa proved to be a massive get for AEW and she's still she's
0: not even under contract. No, That's the whole sh- thing. And shout but out you- to Mikey Ruckus for that that theme because like, it, <laughs> right. oh, it's good. It, it slaps. it's very good. Yeah. but bringing her in was a
1: massive help especially again during a pandemic where she's running mission pro wrestling which is an all mostly no i think it's all female wrestling and she's bringing in the talent that she knows and works with and trusts mm. and to do that it helps you bring that division of prominence it helps you build them it helps give those women who are learning on the indies an opportunity to work on tv going back to abaddon she was on dark or dark elevation this past week now it's going to be all the same show Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. in my brain dark and dark elevation i'm sorry are going to be the same until they give me something different i
0: didn't know uh, they were different
1: (laughs) they're supposedly different for whatever reason i'm sorry i'm sorry i don't have the dark and dark elevations lower down yet uh abaddon was on one of those two and uh was apparently very well received so good news on good yeah yeah. like
0: there's those characters there's meat there It just needed some more work from where we had last seen it well i had last seen it anyway
1: (laughs) (laughs) no that's fair and you know what It, it both women were trying to kill each other last night which looked great like you said it built properly and what i love was the finish not mm-hmm. just because of, you know, the brutality going through a table, but the outcome having, you know, having Rosa Thunder Rosa win, that's great, the face wins, everyone's happy, but Britt Baker's win-loss record remains the same. Yeah. It's untarnished. So she, she remains still... 4 and 1. So yep. when she goes after that women's championship, it'll still look good. When? Well, when does she go after that title, Tim?
0: it's gotta be soon i think like just just pivot like this was the the finish to this to this uh feud right like has to be they've got their six person thing that i I don't think is going to carry on longer than it did right because um ryu's gone right but
1: yeah yeah although all the japanese women seem to have gone back except for i think riho is still here but uh yeah 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 so anyway uh, again, I am looking for it. It could be double or nothing that's at the end of may though. So there's a long time to build that could be earlier. You could do the mania week dynamite. We keep kind of going back to that as a, as a big show potentially for AEW. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was the main event, uh, going on just to put a wrap around. We won't go too deep into, uh, into dynamite, but the pinnacle.
0: Yeah. I look, what, I, I like it. I like it a lot. MJF cut a tremendous promo. I think uh, Tully did a good job. It, like it, it was, it went on a little longer than I would have liked, but it it did. Uh, it satisfied my curiosity. Like it, it set up a new stable, and I think that they did it in a, a pretty cool way. I still think it's funny to me that they're like the bad ones in this because I can't, for the life of me, muster an ounce of sympathy <laughs> for the inner circle or Chris Jericho in specific. But yeah,
1: <laughs> I t- totally understand it. I, I said the same thing and I know you saw it. <laughs> yeah, I said yeah, yeah,. They are They are the, uh, the good guys because they took out Chris Jericho and that's always good news. <laughs> um, you know, looking at this, at this group, Sean Spears is obviously the, the standout and not for a good reason. He's the guy who has both the opportunity and the disadvantage because he needs to be something bigger. Than this chairman gimmick that he came in with
0: and is trying to recreate. Yeah. Yeah. Where he <laughs> grabbed the wrong chair <laughs> or was <laughs> passed to the wrong chair. But yeah, like whatever it's, he said, he's not the pinnacle of anything. Like he's lost. I don't know what his win loss record is. Cause unlike AEW, I don't care. Um, but I assume he's lost more than he's won unless they were just doing that loaded glove thing to pad that record. But He's got, to so, do, he's got to shine. He's got to become the pinnacle over the next few weeks for, for me to really buy into that, I think. Or they feud and kick him out because he's not as good as the rest of them.
1: <laughs> Imagine a world where he is the one who kicks out MJF and he becomes the leader of the pinnacle. Oh, my God. If we come back to this in months and that's what happens, I will kick myself <laughs> live on the air. Find Fine Niagara world. boy, man. Speaking of long-term planning. So... Uh, We've seen a bunch of tweets and other social engagement come up about the name, The Pinnacle, and how each member of The Pinnacle in this group have mentioned it in the past. I want to know, just according to your thoughts, do you think this was some elaborate long-term planning, or do you think some people pointed it out and the wrestlers found it on social media just like they had been pointed to and they ran with it?
0: Yeah, oof. I don't know. (sighs) People want to give AEW these long term storytelling things a lot, but it's like it's so subtle um, to the point where like I'm not picking up on it at all. So like cool if it is, they're doing a good job of it, but they got to do more than just hint at things. It's uh, I don't think that's enough to really like be proud of it. Like it's fine. It's just like if you're going to tell a story, tell a story like it's like film where it's like show me, don't tell me. So if like 90% of your story your deep storytelling is happening in subtle, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nudge kind of commentary or like a word here and there, that's not good storytelling for this medium specifically. So
1: I understand Um, at the same time. and, And again, I'm not bringing this up because we're here to, you know, shit on AEW. That's not no, what we no. do. They we're think mostly talking good. about the positives. Yeah, yeah they're doing yeah, yeah. well. And there was a time when when we would, and we wouldn't enjoy certain things about it. But as, you know, as the, the company has figured itself out or continues to sort itself out, I bring it up only because it's a good thing and a bad thing. It's a great thing because it gives the opportunity for these wrestlers to tell a story that they maybe never even saw existing before, that yeah. they can enter into their to their lore, if you will.
0: No, like that's, that's such a good thing about social media that people can do that like all the time. And they really should, they should have someone just like scrolling through Reddit, looking for opportunities to pick up on. Um I know a few podcasts um, like, like re- I want to say uh like real play D and D podcasts where like the dungeon master would go through. Reddit and things like that and be like, oh, that's a really good idea. That is where I'm going to take this now. <laughs> like, because why not? And then it's an act of, like, collective storytelling beyond even the, you know, the the table or, or their insular community. Like, you've got the fans directly involved. And you don't ever really want to tell them that because then you're going to just constantly get bombarded with bad theories and ideas. But, like, if you can mine the gold subtly and just insert it into your product, like, that's that's just savvy in my mind. So I hope they are doing it.
1: You basically just conquered the uh, the negatives for me, yeah. It, and it was you know having to, you do have to mine for the gold, and there will be a lot of not so great theories out there that they're going to have to kind of work around and, and disregard as it comes at them. Yeah, so, and that's
0: that's that's all you do is you just never admit to it ever.
1: <laughs> that's right. And meanwhile, something you don't want to admit to is not liking this video or. Mm. You know, not subscribing to this channel. That's shameful. You should be liking this video. You should be tapping that bell for notifications and getting on that subscription because we're here. We're live and we're here for you. And we like talking with you. Hello to our friends in our live chat. That is always fun. You can come and get it here. And then I have Clayton here saying it's confirmation bias. If one prefers this company over the others, they'll give them more credit than they sometimes deserve. And I agree with that. And right now we're not necessarily going on confirmation bias. We're more just kind of pulling at the strings of whether or not it's a good thing or whether or not uh, this is something that really exists in the AEW sphere. Are they actually writing like this or is it that the fans are so into whatever's being put out that they're finding those extra things to kind of tug on?
0: Oh yeah. And I mean, this is is just a, a, a medium thing generally. Like this is anything that is written week to week everyone can do this. Like, I mean, even South Park could do this because they do their like, you know, I guess they write every week sometimes in normal times. Um, yeah, like like this isn't just like WWE has the same opportunities and probably does the same thing because I've seen stuff that was kind of a buzz that eventually made its way into the product. I know that, you know, if they have any sense at all, they're doing that.
1: Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, going back to the idea of string tugging, uh, the Young Bucks are getting pulled in every single direction possible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it. You've got Phoenix and Pac, who are the number one contenders for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Don't know when that match is going to happen. Uh, you've got the Good Brothers and Kenny. You've got Moxley and Kingston. You've got a lot going on. And the Young Bucks came out last night during that whole confrontation between, you know, Kenny and Kingston and Moxley and all that. Uh, hey, where where can we go with this? What is it, what is it really going to do? And... Is there a match here? Is there a turn here? What what do you think is happening?
0: So there's I wanna I wanna say that I, I kind of trust what they're doing. I don't know where it's going. I'm trying to rack my brain, because like it does feel like the bucks are just popping up here and there. They did the little Jericho program. Uh and it, it is a little bit confusing to me. But these are their core guys. Like these are the guys that they can rely on to to run through like a longer program. So I'm I have a feeling that there is something that's going to bring in obviously it's either going to be mox already. I don't know that it's going to be both of them. Uh and then, you know, Good Brothers versus Kenny. I, I, I don't know who else we're gonna have, but like it's gonna be something. I don't know. But then we also have Kenny who's got to face Rich Swan and probably gonna collect those two belts because now he can have three belts and they can call him the belt collector, even though he's only actually got two belts. But
1: <laughs> No, he's got no no, he's got uh he's got the triple A. Oh I like forgot
0: about the triple A one. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just doesn't wear it. He's is he right. allowed um, to wear
1: it? <laughs> uh they've mentioned it. I don't know. He's worn it on TV, I'm pretty sure, at least once yeah, on AEW. Right.
0: Yeah, I think you're right, yeah.
1: Uh, but either way, I mean, yeah, you can, what do you do? You have the Bucks turn, reestablish the elites?
0: No, like just... I think, I think it's going to be them as faces because like we've, <laughs> we've done that enough. Like they've jumped kind of between as like tweeners for a while now. Like it feels like with the end, well, not the end, the, the, the dynamite before <laughs> the official end, uh, <laughs> they had, they had solidly ended as faces, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, it is the problem with the Bucks right now is that they're they're straddling the line. Whenever they're with Kenny, they they do something bad. Whenever they're with others, they are the good guys. It's it's a strange line that they're trying to toe. And I hate the idea that you get along with some people better than other people while those other people are doing bad things to the other people that you like. Like I get the shades of gray. It's just there needs to be a little bit more on the Bucks, in my opinion, that gets them uh, a little firmly placed on the depth chart.
0: Yeah, cuz like Kenny and the Good Brothers like are tremendous douchebags. Like and having Don Callis as their mouthpiece fits so well because it is just a stable of douchebags. And like yes. Kenny with his bad dancing and like his blazer coming out. Ah. Uh, good <laughs> Did you good see Good but
1: there was a video of someone that posted uh Kenny doing that entrance, that stupid dance, not with, at like, all talented <laughs> yeah. with with Eos Shirai's uh, entrance theme in the background, and it hits, <laughs> and it actually, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, like, the
0: headphones, it's, it's,
1: <laughs> but it's like perfect. <laughs> oh, Very good great. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're we're moving towards Kenny and Matt Seidel next week on Dynamite. So I guess the question becomes, who gets involved in the match? I assume again, good brothers, and then we get the Bucks again getting involved. So we'll see. That was a dark elevation moment. Tony Khan came out and did a whole like spiel, being like. You're facing Matt Sydal next week because you can't do anything right. It was a whole, go watch the video. That's all I can say. It's very funny. You get and very to strange.
0: squash this guy again. <laughs>
1: and, and there was a whole tomfoolery I watched. Honestly, I, did, I didn't get through all of it because I was like, I can't. I can't right now. There's yeah, too yeah, much yeah. stuff. Uh, speaking of too much stuff, WrestleMania tickets are on sale.
0: Oh, my God. So we're gonna Wait, they are, for wait they
1: are on sale now? Presale started today, and we're going to get to that in a second. So first all of right. all, we saw on Monday on Raw that they were announcing that tickets are not going on sale yep. on the fall on the Tuesday. So it turns out that they went on sale today on pre-sale. They're on sale Friday. Uh, part of the reason being they wanted 45,000 people per night at Raymond James Stadium. They've now cut that down to 25,000 per night. And they'll be handing out masks and they'll be doing temperature checks. They're basically doing everything that they can possibly do to maintain the best protocol possible. I see the look on your face is not a very happy one. And I agree with you. The U.S. is also ahead in terms of vaccinations. I'll give them that. Yeah, but they're not just bringing in
0: vaccinated people.
1: I agree with you. Again, I'm not trying to say yes or no. I don't love it. It's an open air stadium. They are doing seating in pods, one to six people. They're not allowing for resale tickets unless it's the singles. So... Again, going from 45 to 25,000 is much better. They're not a UFC event running in an indoor venue at full capacity like (laughs) the UFC decided to do in Jacksonville. Oh, Florida. Insanity. (laughs) Uh, But this is what's actually really interesting to me. Now, if you go on Twitter or anywhere on really any of WWE socials, they have a bunch of pre sale codes. A bunch of pre sale codes. So, for instance, when you and I are trying to get tickets for a show in, say, Toronto, Usually the pre-sale code is something like WWE Toronto or yeah, SummerSlam when it was that pay-per-view. This time you have pre-sale codes that are including Kofi, Natty, Tweets, Awesome, The Boss, Rollins, Queen.com. When you see those, what do you think when it comes to a presale that they might be trying to do?
0: There's so many things that come to mind from this. I don't know that I'm going to get what you're hinting at. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what I'm hinting at. I think that they're trying to get a few data points to show popularity for certain wrestlers. Oh, no. We're, we are.
0: Okay. We are perfectly and it's, aligned. Yeah. Okay. And it's an affiliate.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that they're trying to do an affiliate program.
0: Gross. <laughs> I mean, we knew merch sales affected a lot, but yeah. Let's just add another layer into that, I guess.
1: I, I mean, it makes sense to me. It's a great way for them to understand who has the furthest reach. I mean, some again, these names, like you've got Kofi Kingston, it's Natty Neidhart, Miz, obviously, for awesome, Sasha Banks, the boss, Seth Rollins, Queen Charlotte Flair.com .com is when I went to the WWE website to look up the SmackDown preview. Yeah. That thing came up on a pop-up. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that's strange. But I know I get it now. This is where people are finding their tickets. Tweets, obviously, from the WWE social accounts.
0: Man, Who are they following? Data it's it's data collection. Thing. Holy hell. This is it's it's funny how much this has come up this week alone for me. Because I mean, obviously it's constantly being talked about, like, but there's I'm just seeing so many interesting things that people are doing now. And no one cares. No one everyone's just like, take my information here. Like, hey, take it. I don't care. I got nothing to hide. And it's like, well, until you do.
1: <laughs> until you do, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with resell. I know I mentioned that uh They'll only allow seats of, you know, certain pods being resold, yeah, yeah. but people are buying tickets, man. I went on earlier. I sat in the queue. I went put a looky-loo in, and I saw, uh, you know, not a lot of seats, but it's pre-sale, so the rest yeah going yeah. open up. I, and we'll see. It's fine. Whatever. Place. It's all
0: an exercise in whatever. It's Florida. They, they've operated. They've run. People have died. People have lived. The You know, things will go on. Drunk people won't give a rat's ass about masks. I can tell you that from so much experience. Like, you if you sell alcohol and you give out masks the masks will not stay on in any meaningful way <laughs> so
1: so this past week uh jimmy van from fightful had said that the super bowl did not become the super spreader event that people thought it would it didn't so we do have to give at least a little bit to the people who are going to go and hope that people, you know, adhere to social distancing, wear the masks that are provided. That's another big thing. If you provide a mask, that's a keepsake. Yeah, that yeah. is something that people are going to enjoy. You know, having it's merch. It's it, it's it's helpful. Um, by the way, do you know why I was on that show? Do you know why I was with Jimmy Van? Mm, no, Tim, I'm the new fightful champion. What the
0: hell, hell they you They gave are. me a
1: championship belt and everything.
0: Ah. <sighs> Go One on my more Twitter thing to go tweet. to your bloody head.
1: Oh, it's a wonderful feeling. Let me tell you, it won a big competition in Rio. My God, there we I go.
0: Did, I did. I will say you you uh, you looked like a douchebag heel. It was pretty good. You're strumming that strumming that baby. It was, it was something else.
1: <laughs> I do it for real on twitch.tv slash Joel Pearl. Yeah. All right, let's talk about. We talk about raw. Do you want to talk about some green slime? You can't do that oh. on television. <laughs> First, first of all, before we get into it, I want to shout out all the cross-generational tweets that came from that segment. What? People were shouting out, like, Nickelodeon. Oh, People yeah, were shouting yeah, out, yeah. like, Slime Zone. They were, uh, what was the one in Canada the, in the 90s with the Wink uh-oh. Yahoo? Uh-oh. oh I
0: had,
1: and I had You Can't Do That on Television, which is yeah, an 80s yeah, show. Yeah. Not that we're, we're not that far apart in age, but I just think of that because of Alanis Morissette. She was popularly on that show. So, uh, yeah, that that's the green slime. Come on. Come on. You gotta love it.
0: Okay, I love the green slime. I think that's funny as hell. Seeing big big gooey brawn is great. What was funnier and weirder to me was actually the promo that preceded it. Like the back and <laughs> forth that they had. Yes, go ahead. I, I feel like the writers room was just like trying to challenge themselves on a, on a few things. Because like, I don't think I've heard a single promo contradict itself or uh put as many cliches into one segment as i've ever as that as that was like what the hell is coming out of shane mcmahon's mouth half the time and also braun who's like cliche after cliche after cliche like idiom like (laughs) fair (laughs) it it was impressive like legitimately because like why why is Shane mcMahon saying he would never bully someone and then being very much a, an obvious bully and then bullying him like and also I don't believe that braun strowman was ever bullied <laughs> you're six foot nine and 350
1: pounds he was bigger at one point and he was bullied
0: <laughs> like whom? was this was this made for a different wrestler and braun had to step in yeah <laughs>
1: you imagine <laughs> he you know who he's bullied by he was bullied by like the four foot ten girl who was like super popular and everyone loved her and she just thought braun was the biggest dickhead yeah, so yeah, she yeah, yeah. bullied him
0: you know what maybe maybe this was supposed to be Lars sullivan and now it's
1: just they not- don't think that far in advance and you know that <laughs> oh no,
0: i know i know i know but good god like like a, oh, i should have written it all down but like the stuff shane was saying made no sense because he would say something and then say something completely the opposite. And Braun was just constantly saying weird cliches. Yeah, no, it was bad. It was bad. But I, then the goo made I, up for it. I'm I'm here for it now.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. So I see Evan Reiner Chef Price. Braun on sympathy for bullying after he bullied the indie wrestlers who lost their, their work during the pandemic. <laughs> I made the same, same or similar comments. It's true. The man uh, it's a walking contradiction. Uh with Shane. I kind of like that he went a little weird with his uh like he, that with his back talk. basically. It builds your heat. It's a very strange way to build it, but I get it. Uh I, I love the part where didn't they say he was Ivy League educated? And he yeah. like went to Boston College or some shit. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like what is, what?
0: Like none <laughs> of it was just, like it, it just didn't follow like who Shane McMahon is, and then like the stuff he was saying to Braun didn't follow. It was like, when did we start thinking of Braun as like especially unintelligent? Like,
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm being asked where the where the uh, where the fightful belt is. the The physical championship is kept in a safe. <laughs> I live in a I live in a very rough part of town. Taking extra precautions. So uh, there you go. I love oh, nice. I, you know what Shane comes out. He he does the whole routine with like match like this. You gotta you gotta get ready for it. And he gets out and he does the the, the what he does the hopscotch <laughs> and he's winded. My favorite thing is that he's doing this and he's already winded and sweating, which is just perfect, perfect Shane. And then next thing you know, they do the whole spot where he uh, Strowman's running around the ring and then he gets smacked with the the camera. And I'm like, oh man, that camera had like a day left until retirement. Yeah. And the next thing you knew the green slime after the big the big top rope elbow
0: yeah i love that he had to grab the buckets one at a time like he, <laughs> it was so drawn out it was like well i mean the thing happened like you're just going to get more and the same thing is going to happen and then bronze on the ground like rubbing himself
1: in it. it's just yeah. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta
0: get yourself covered
1: I know. Uh, you know what Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna point out because Clayton in our chat makes a very good point. He says kids that are larger than everyone else absolutely do get bullied. If they oh, act yeah, yeah. out with violence, they get punished. I agree with that. He's absolutely right to make that assessment. I was a bigger kid growing up. I couldn't do anything because I would get looked at as as a big bully myself.
0: Fair. So fair. I get it. You know. I don't think Braun got bullied, but. <laughs>
1: I mean, neither do I. It's just what we expect. And then, yeah, so he's dumping all the green slime and all of a sudden,
0: stupid is as stupid as brawn. That, that, <laughs> which he barely got out. He was, like, stu- like struggling to say these cliches. And, it was, and he really wanted to do it. He didn't give up on it. He just he, he made damn sure that he said those cliched lines. Like
1: It was perfect. I was, uh, And again, we go back to at the top of the show, we're talking about red making green uh did green make green for raw i mean no, uh, I got us it. talking that's for sure
0: <laughs> i'm, I'm uh, fine with it I, I don't know why this match is happening at Fastlane. it should be wrestlemania
1: so apparently it might not be happening at Fastlane because it's off the preview well what the f- <laughs> they can't do that though i think they'll they'll do a confrontation at fast lane that'll get them to mania okay it won't be a match it'll just be a something speaking of something if you're here welcome love to have you love to see you tap the like on that video maybe hit that subscribe button tap the bell get those notifications tell your friends because we want to talk to them too otherwise we get angrier than oscar
0: she she was pretty angry
1: she got angry she's tapping into a killer killer mentality something you haven't seen since coming over to america a lot of excellent
0: yeah, it was good. I really like that match was was solid. Got me hyped into it. And Shayna kicking out. She actually lose a tooth. That really? Yes. Yes.
1: Oscar did lose a couple teeth. There was talk about a concussion. Don't know if that's actually uh, true or not. But regardless, Oscar uh, uh, was cleared. And back in the ring this past week, it was a quick match. Three minutes. Hard hitting. I mean, at one point, there was a knee to the face of, uh, of Shayna Baszler. That looked like a receipt and it looked really good. I was happy with that. So, which is
0: good. I mean, there were a lot yeah. of knees. There were a lot of knees. Not all of them looked that good, but yeah, there was that one that was just like,
1: ah. So now, now she has to dominate until WrestleMania, which is what we're going towards. Because she did a backstage segment or, or a dot com segment where she was basically like, I'm pissed off and I'm going to kill everybody, which is mm-hmm. great. It looks like Charlotte and Asuka is going to happen at WrestleMania. Do you think?
0: Do you think I it's going to be Charlotte? Okay, because for me, it feels like it's going to be just a lot of the women, like a multi-person uh, match.
1: I think they're going to go week by week until Mania, and they're going to have it until Charlotte gets the match. Okay. Maybe they'll make Charlotte. Charlotte, run the gamut. Maybe Asuka has to run the gamut, too, and they're just going to meet in the middle, and it'll be one-on-one. That'll be that. Rhea Ripley, for all intents and purposes, is maybe an after WrestleMania call-up, which is yeah, absurd to me. I, I don't, I don't thought know what's it would going be... on.
0: I thought we were going to get to a triple threat again you know you
1: you could bring her out the night after fast that's what i've been thinking yeah is gonna same. happen she comes yeah, yeah. out the raw after fast lane um i'm seeing people in the chat line talk about how bad oscars women's title reign is it hasn't been booked well it's also been a lot of stopping and starting especially yeah. when we got to the end of the year when charlotte came back and then things got thrown into disarray with lacey evans that absolutely caused a huge kerfuffle yeah it's different plans it's,
0: It's no fault of, like, Asuka's, obviously. Like, it's just, it's been a a struggle. It it is good to see her come back and felt like a return to form on Monday. So, like, hopefully we can finish off the year and probably the transition to the belt with something, like, pretty strong.
1: So, thinking of this, if we're going to do Charlotte versus Asuka, and Asuka's super strong and Charlotte's super strong, Charlotte was just announced for the Walking Tall reboot. Maybe Asuka can win if Charlotte's going to be out filming for the next little bit.
0: Am I crazy? I mean, I Am don't I want Charlotte to win. Like again, I'm I, WWE is very high on Charlotte. I I'm not um Yeah, I hope she does. They're making a Walking Tall reboot. <laughs> yeah, they a announced reboot, that uh, a, Charlotte's reboot a, be, reboot, eh? okay. a
1: reboot of a reboot. eh? A reboot of a reboot. No longer it's now it's now Charlotte the Rock uh, flair. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> Whatever. Anytime I get to see someone get hit by a two-by-four, I'm about it.
1: <laughs> just a giant two-by-four? Isn't that what he had? I don't know. I don't yes, know. Yes, it was. Speak softly, carry a big stick. Yeah, um, yeah so I mean, like, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I see the chat's talking about maybe doing a, a Fatal 4-Way, Basler, Flair, Ripley, and Asuka. I don't really yeah. think that is going to be in the running yet. It takes They got to really do a lot of character work with Basler to make her worth it. Rhea Ripley, I get it. I just don't think they're going to have her come right in at wrestlemania again
0: no i know like it doesn't it doesn't seem that way but they could do it like they've i don't know if they're gonna do i guess they still have to do the women's tag belts which means they're gonna throw a bunch of women in that so i do see Lana naomi dana and and uh mandy and then probably some other teams the riot squad
1: oh for the tag titles yeah i see it as a triple threat It'll you be one team threat? from Raw, one team from SmackDown, and the women's tag titles. But we got,
0: well, we got Riot Squad. We got Tamina and Natalia that have been it'll built be up. T- Tamina and Nadi.
1: And it'll be on, on the SmackDown side. On the Raw side, it'll be uh, Lana and Naomi. Yeah,
0: we're going to have and Lana. And the
1: women's and tag Lana. titles will be Naya and Shayna. And it'll be a triple threat. And again, Naya will be pinned
0: right, by Lana. You're right. You're right. You're right. Why can't Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose get some attention? I like them. <laughs> they won. They won this past week. I know Raw. they won. I want them to get on a pay-per-view. <laughs> like, They'll get there one day. Yeah. Even the singles competitors. Like I said, there, there is room to throw like a multi-woman match at uh, the Raw women's title. But I guess that's probably not what they're going to do. We're going to get Charlotte.
1: And again, all of uh, you got to remember, a lot of these women then have to go and be in a women's battle royal. And it, it not because it's some big match but because they need the bodies
0: yeah 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 are they doing that they're doing that uh
1: yeah presumably they'll do the the andre the giant memorial battle (laughs) royal and they'll do the women's battle royal hopefully they'll rename the women's battle royal to like the china memorial battle royal yeah that'd be great something they need to do yeah um something that we need to do is talk about lashley versus sheamus and sheamus being left in the dark sheamus getting his ass beat
0: we beat week after week like man is putting (laughs) in work
1: but putting on some great matches like
0: you They're said. They're so good. I actually I'm this whole this whole feud is I'm 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 about it and I think Drew's been doing some tremendous promo work. Like I've real I really like listening to him talk and he's funny and he's charming and he's like he's like down to earth ish and it's like I like it. So I I'm actually really excited for this to be like Lashley versus Drew WrestleMania and maybe so they- a third competitor.
1: So they announced that for WrestleMania, that it'll be Drew versus Lashley. They announced it before Raw went on the air.
0: Little fanfare, which tells me that there's probably going to be either The Miz or Sheamus or both added to that match.
1: It's hard to have fanfare when there's no fans to be (laughs) faring.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: Vince McMahon's audience was the baseline. That's how he figured it out. He hasn't had the audience for a year and he ain't sitting on Twitter. He's no. not looking at Instagram. But, but he's got an maybe, maybe army of tracks. staff and probably actual data scientists. You, <laughs> if you want to tell me for a minute that Bruce Prichard is sitting there telling Vince McMahon, hey, Peyton Royce, that promo, people talking, pal.
0: Oh, so I, I yeah.
1: Did the one I didn't him watch. Doing him doing. Yeah. <laughs> Vince doesn't care. He yeah, just, yeah. he just He would much rather have the fans. And that's why WrestleMania might just be a wake-up call for him in terms of who gets really booed, who gets really cheered, who people are into. There's also the fact that WrestleMania will be live in front of fans for the first time in forever. People might just cheer every damn thing that's
0: put in front of them. True. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So we
1: have the match on Sunday now. It's signed for Sheamus, Drew. Originally, we thought this would be a number one contendership match. But now we know at WrestleMania, it's not because we're going to have Drew and Lashley. What does Sheamus do now? I, again, like you said, excellent matches the last few months.
0: What do we? I do? I see this match going in a weird direction. Like, there's so many different ways they could take it. Um, they did make a pointed effort to say Sheamus won't be at 100, right? Uh, so yeah, that's fair. The commentary was doing that a lot, so that could be an excuse to have Drew go over and keep Sheamus strong. Um, which again, like, I would be totally fine if they insert Sheamus in as and it's a triple threat. Main event. I kind of don't want to see the Miz in there because I obviously we're going Miz, uh, Miz Morrison versus Bad Bunny and uh, Priest. Yes. So I think that they can exit him now. So if Sheamus is in the mix, I think that's a damn good triple threat. Three big men, like with great, uh, with tremendous. Like all three of them have a really good move set, and they all have that like running finish. So I, I think it could be a really interesting match. Weird, uh, but
1: I, I I I think what I want to see is Drew McIntyre and Lashley and maybe Sheamus if it's a triple threat. I want to see them open Night 1 of WrestleMania.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Drew Drew said he wanted to be the first one out there when crowds come back. And that and feels like the right type
0: of match for it, you know? Like it's not yeah. it's not the main event. It isn't. And that's fine. Like
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm just I'm waiting for I'm waiting for that moment. I think that he could have enough matches under, or not enough matches, but at least perception of having a number one contendership status based on the matches he had that put him into this title picture. Um, but also one-on-one at Mania, Drew totally fine and Lashley. Too. Totally fine. No, uh, is there a space think. for Lashley to retain at WrestleMania, do you think?
0: Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I think he should. I don't, I, I think Drew had a great run and I don't think we need to see, like, you know, you don't want just the faces to win every, every one. Right. And, 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 you got a feeling that Bianca Belair is going to come away with the title in a main event. <laughs> yeah. um, who, who, what's the other side? I, I see Roman losing his title. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. We can yeah. get to that. Yeah. But. Uh, th-
1: th- I, I have, we're going to do our predictions for fast lane on PW unlimited, by the way, that'll be this Sunday. Uh, so check that out. That'll be live Sunday around four or five o'clock. Usually when it goes up, I I'm excited for that. And yeah, they're, they're, we're going to talk about how things have kind of been building or not building for WrestleMania as well because Sasha Bianca is another questionable conversation.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could have been... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I think
1: there's a lot to talk about, especially with our friend Reginald. But for now, we'll move to Tuesdays. We'll move to Impact very quickly. You know that if you're on Twitch and you go to Fightful Gaming's Twitch every single Tuesday, 7.45 p.m. Eastern, I'm hosting the Watch Along. Jeremy Lambert's there. Steven Jensen's there. We have a rotating third that comes and joins us. If you're there often, welcome. If you aren't, what are you waiting for? Twitch.tv slash FightfulGaming. Okay. That main event was garbage. <laughs> just start with that. Just clean Sammy was not good. God, 30 Sammy minutes God, Sammy
0: so much. He, not good. He feels like this kid in school who's just like, so lame and like, not cool, but like very confident. And you've got to kind of admire him for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. Like, like no one, no one can tell him like, dude, you lame as hell. <laughs> Cause he's like, nah, I'm the coolest guy in the world. <laughs> and like, you know, it's, it's kind of sad, but kind of admirable. Cause like watching him scream death machine and like do that really self-congratulatory weird match was something else. But Thumbs
1: up. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Uh. Ugh. Spitting into people's mouths and from didn't do a
0: somewhere in Idaho or Ohio or Ohio.
1: I, I, let's move on. Uh, 12 men, the twelve the twelve woman tag was actually really, really good. yeah, but it was also very telling because that was literally the entire knockouts division except for Rosemary.
0: Yeah, things have thinned out a little bit, eh?
1: They have. Uh, Jazz getting the win was not something I anticipated. I thought Tenille would actually pin somebody, uh, but I think maybe Jazz versus Deonna We're getting one step closer to doing that at rebellion. Um, and meanwhile, at Hardcore Justice, which is going to be on night one of WrestleMania right now, <laughs> I think that'll be Deonna versus Tenille Dashwood. I think that's the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Don Callis, that promo.
0: Well done. Just like, yeah, Rich was just devastated it was great stuff the man comes out to canon and d man I, it was beautiful i was like yes was, we're watching and it the live and I'm like, hand. Is that Bell? <laughs> it was good it was good oh
1: it was it, and he says you know he writes history that he he was a big proponent of rich swan and then he moved to kenny and that's very poignant there's a there is a certain Moment where you're like, okay, Don Callis really can be the man who makes all of the decisions in Impact and then in AEW. So I guess if Don Callis walks Kenny Omega down to the ring at Rebellion, who walks Rich Swan to the ring?
0: Scott (laughs) DeMore.
1: I think that's too on the
0: nose. I Tommy Dreamer. That. It's Tommy Dreamer.
1: <laughs> Actually, after he showed up and was, after he wrote out the entire Hardcore Justice card, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to be Tommy. Uh, Willie Max, another name that popped up because they had a backstage segment that looked really good and made it feel like Willie Max is going to turn on Rich Swan. Uh, that promo was a little telling to me. Maybe I'm yeah, wrong.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Give Willie Max some love. I get, I, like, honestly, anyone other than Rich Swan. I find Rich Swan corny as hell. <laughs> And I hate I, his entrance. I hate. Oh, him. I love it. Love I hate it, Sorry. it so much.
1: No, nope, so we're much always going to me. disagree. There. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It, oh, Let's talk cowardly.
1: about. We'll talk about Finn Juice. Uh, they they won the Impact Tag Titles at Sacrifice. <laughs> very unexpected. We were all just kind of floored. They're going to take those titles to New Japan and potentially actually defend them. Cool. I'm sure we'll do it. A match versus the Guerrillas of Destiny. Why not? Let's do that get some big matches going, build the Impact Tag division. But now the Good Brothers get to go and do other stuff for a few months all about it.
0: Yeah, same. I mean, it, it was kind of funny that they're like, hey, we don't have tag titles. Now we got to book this thing. <laughs> like, what are we going to do? And then they have a title match next week. I was like, oh, well, <laughs> maybe maybe save that. Maybe save that yep. one. But all right.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, and then they're going to also defend against a team from MLW during WrestleMania weekend, which is great. So yeah. Again, lots going on for Finjuice with those impact titles. Great. As long as they defend them and they put over the company, I think they're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. Speaking of being okay, Rhino joins Violent by Design. Yeah. I didn't expect it. I loved every second of it. Well, I Heath mean, Heath is out, now, so yeah. Well, now Heath is on the internet asking Rhino to call him over and over again.
0: <laughs> See, they're doing it right. They're doing it right. That's a good bit.
1: <laughs> oh, there you go. And Evan in our chat is saying Finjuice were using their impact theme during their entrances during the New Japan Cup. So that's Sweet. excellent. Very big fan of that. Um, and you know what? I'm a big fan after we spent weeks, I swear to God, weeks talking about Myers and Cardona being like just boring and ready for it to end. It took a good turn this week. Yeah, it all, did. All it had to be was Brian Myers being like, hey, I don't want you to be on my show. I want to get out of your shadow. I want to be on my own show. Cardona followed Myers to impact. Easy. That's all.
0: Yeah, it's good. It, that's a good way to tell it. And we'll, we'll see. Hopefully they can squash it a little bit.
1: I'm very much very much into it I'm just ready for that to happen get on become a team again who knows maybe that's it I said them versus the wolves on the impact uh, watch alongs that we're doing there's plenty of time we'll figure it out
0: yeah, yeah yeah like yeah there's room there and they can actually have a story where Myers isn't being a caricature which is what I appreciate and Matt being like yeah dude we're buds like because they do a podcast and stuff together don't they like <laughs> yep this is it, like it it's too you're too out there. Like, and, the, you know, obviously there's a separation. Like, I'm not mad that Dexter Loomis has, like, uh, an Instagram where he's a normal human being. Like, but, like, they do a podcast you together what? and they're like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no. He's a nice guy. He seems really cool. <laughs> no. Say, I, I mean, you know, he can't post himself, like, eating people or whatever. Um, Fair. But, yeah, like, the, the, their brand is too fused. To have it be like too combative, so I think this is a good way to tell that story now.
1: Speaking of stories, are you ready, Tim? Yes. We've been talking about it forever. Mm -hmm. The vacation,
0: it's here. Oh, I've (laughs) been
1: waiting for Walter's Florida vacation.
0: Oh, he's here. He's getting some sun.
1: I've been telling you guys he's been get he's been tanning, putting the oil on it. Just I mean uh, he has he has objectively
0: not been tanning, but <laughs> very
1: very very pale, very white yeah. baby man. Uh, uh. Um, yeah, shout out to Tom Stout from uh, from PWT Talks NXT. Uh, Walter looking like Fatty Arbuckle.
0: He kids does. Being, he kids, does. if you've yeah.
1: never looked up Fatty Arbuckle, now's a chance. Go look him up. And be, <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Tell, tell Tom that he's wrong. Go follow him at Tom Stout. And uh listen, I am excited. I I just wanted to see Valter show up. It was inevitable. Him versus Tommaso Ciampa is a match that I wanted to see that I didn't yep. think I would see. No, I yeah. I thought it you know, I thought it would be Bowler and Valter, like we were expecting from yep. takeover UK Dublin. I sure this is great. I'm going to see good. Chops. I'm going to see two men beat the crap out of each other. And I didn't expect, of all people, Timothy Thatcher to be the one who couldn't make it last night.
0: Yeah, that was a surprise. If you, <laughs> you, know,
1: Out like... of the four people, he was the <laughs> least expected person to be
0: out. It, they're around, all of these people. It is what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're being asked if uh, Champa and Vols are a UK title. I don't think so. No. Because no. they actually announced on NXT UK that they're going to do a prelude show on the tuesday the 8th of april and Walter's going to put up the uk title against rampage brown so uh, unless they have it'll just be weird i don't think they're going to put the title up on the line and if they do sure but i feel like it's kind of telling uh in terms of both nights what could happen
0: wait when's the when's that match
1: april the 8th is takeover and not takeover uk but they're calling it nxt uk Pre- is he going
0: it's is walter going back and no, no it's pre-taped pre-taped it's pre-taped so he might the, drop the title uh no but if no well,
1: not say. if no, because one is night one, and one, it's just the timing is weird. Okay, um, Rampage is winning the UK title, so no. I we'll, we'll find out. I know they're trying to build yeah. Rampage, but uh, we'll find time out. will tell. Find out. Do, do we want to talk about another outbreak in the PC again?
0: I it it threw the show off. If it didn't throw the show off, I wouldn't. I would say I don't care. But it kind of threw. It it made the show a little bit odd, especially yes. you know, competing against the one they had to.
1: I was not happy to see it. I was very, very upset that it had to happen that way. And I was very upset to see some of the people that were not on the show. Yeah. I mean, Johnny Gargano and Candice were, were obviously in this quarantine thing. There was no MSK. There was no Swerve. There was no Rough. There was no, uh, again, no Timothy Thatcher. Which It was a just lot. Threw like, me just through A, a lot of
0: people were absent. No Grimes. Yeah. No Grimes. Uh, no Even Grimes. cameo they could have done, like
1: no uh, grizzled young veterans they they tape something they taped something like.
0: very noticeably yeah yeah
1: yeah uh, and i was like they're on the quarantine, train i guess but man just the story itself coming out was just it's heart-wrenching man just get your shit together yeah you got a whole group of athletes who don't want to pay attention or don't want to do anything and tell them, oh we're getting tested three four times a week not enough man you're there every day
0: yeah tests don't um cure it yeah <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. It is what it is. Like maybe Casey's running around licking everything. I don't know.
1: (laughs) A lot of time in your hands. Well, yeah. It was a weird show.
0: It was a weird show. Like with some good moments, but like weird.
1: (laughs) It was very weird. Again, why? And this tag team main event would have happened regardless. And that was dumb.
0: Which is even weirder. Yes. (laughs) So, okay. So let me get this right. Scarlett is a soothsayer, but not. Mm. This was the plan all along. Mm-hmm. and Carrion couldn't be manipulated. He was in on it, and they were just going to beat him up because he's a tag partner, and I guess... okay. it's awful. Yeah, I didn't. I
1: but you know what I like about it? It means that Cross can lose at takeover to Balor, and Cross can go up to the main roster.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa what what?
1: Yes, Cross. Okay, NXT is is the work the work rate show. As yeah, I'm yeah, giving yeah, you the Again, air quotes. Still, as
0: I, the outsider, honestly prefers it because they don't try to overextend their capabilities.
1: Cross is not a work rate guy. He's a presentation guy, and he's got this the presentation needs down.
0: Flair, holy hell! Yeah, he
1: can learn how to wrestle Vince's style when he's around vince and there was a there was a report that went out through our friends at pw unlimited that cross was at raw this past week meeting with who knows whom could be totally innocuous could be nothing but i found that kind of point like i I found it poignant
0: yeah look i I agree with you he he could benefit quite a bit from the extra like money and flair that they can throw in there his entrance is tremendous but it does not suit his character at all (laughs) like and that is the the weird thing that I'm struggling with cuz like his in-ring stuff is not aggressive enough to really justify the character that he's supposed to be. He needs to be a hitman. Like the guy needs to come in he, he's got to be I don't know. He's like this weird goth stone cold right now, but it doesn't it doesn't know what it is. And like <laughs> yeah, Scarlett's got to tweak some things on the mic cuz like yes, I, I, yeah I, I don't know what they're but it, it's very like it's very um femme fatale, but also like with the tarot stuff and the and then the supernatural thing it's it's a it's a strange blend
1: the tarot, the tarot was relatively new she only started doing it with the escobar uh, yeah. feud and, and it made no sense uh, you're being called out for calling for calling him Stone Cold. It's always it's because he, it's cause he
0: wears like the jeans and the and the the singlets. He looks like a and bald. Um, no, and like I mean, okay, Stone Cold wasn't like a tremendous technical wrestler. He's a brawler, so like there's that style. Like I'm not, I don't think I'm that off base. Again, I'm the outsider I guy. I don't, like, I don't think you're crazy. I don't know. I don't think you're crazy. I think I think I think. Why didn't I say that? I think that he would do better. As a guy who is like that, like a blue collar hitman would be a better character for Karrion Cross. But that entrance is so good that I can see why they don't want to let go of it. Yes. They put <laughs> but a lot of work into n- it. Like, it's so good. But it's also supernatural, which is so goddamn hard. And they just love doing it in wrestling so much. And it, it works sometimes so well. But I don't think he's the guy to do it. So, I don't know. You know
1: who the guy is? Who's the guy? The guy isn't the guy. The guy is the man. And the man is Santos Escobar. Yeah. He is the <laughs> guy. I don't care about Jordan Devlin. He's trash. Let's move along. Escobar has an excellent promo, an excellent aura, and he's putting on excellent matches. Dude deserves more and more, man. just just Devlin is not a face. That was a dumb move to have him cheered. I will give him credit the headbutt and the, the the throwing thing that you know the move the thing at the end of the promo great yeah, yeah, good yeah, yeah. stuff fine whatever but escobar is the move please have him win please have him take that that cruiserweight title i Just agree like get it done
0: yeah i don't know i not a big fan of devil i don't know him too too well so this was kind of my first introduction to him he looks exactly like a guy i know who's like it, it, it throws me off so I, i'm already coming at it he's coming at a disadvantage to me uh and he just not doing it for me
1: it's fine as we come down the turnpike dakota kai and zoe stark had an excellent match it wasn't planned and it happened they had the match uh again having stark lose the match was fine because you know what happened yeah, next yeah, yeah io shirai comes out takes everyone's mind off of it they have that stare down io and raquel Eo sidesteps Dakota Kai and just ignores her. It's a big moment. That like three foot differential between Eo and Raquel was just phenomenal. You don't even think about the fact that Zoe Stark lost her match.
0: No, I was fine. Very like, well I mean, You know, and different stories, right? Like not every new face has to come in and steamroll. Like you, you, you know, you're you can have some <clears throat> losses on your way up. It's all good. Still be opposing. Yeah.
1: Uh, is there a breakup on the horizon for Dakota Kai Raquel Gonzalez takeover afterwards? What do you think?
0: Uh, it didn't seem like they were doing that. Like, it seemed like they were going to go that way, but then Raquel's like, I can get behind that. And then they did their little forearm bump. And I think they could keep them together. If the plan is to keep them on the same brand for the foreseeable future. I think it's a good idea to keep them together because they just introduced two women's tag, you know, tag belts that they kind of have to keep the roster robust for. But they have so many
1: women. They really do. Actually, they That's do. They absolutely do.
0: I'm just saying it's it's WWE has this like thing where they very rarely have enough tag teams since like the early 90s to, to actually satisfy the tag team division. And, you know, they don't need to always be wrestling as a tag team to be a tag team. Like, just keep that in your back pocket so that you have options when you're looking to write something
1: yeah exactly speaking of options you have the option right now to like the video subscribe to us you can tap the bell get those notifications get us on sunday on pw unlimited when we give our fast lane predictions finally from nxt cole kyle o'reilly roadside assault
0: yeah 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 you like roadside yeah. assault it's a good bit it's a good bit it's good it 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 builds things up It's going to lead to like a you know great match at, at takeover and like I the mean, hype is the hype is real they, they have to do those I I like when they do the outside the venue spots for these big matches so like I think this is that was that was an elegant piece of writing good job
1: what do you think the big stipulation is gonna be
0: uh you know even something is like a street fight feels like a street oh, well, it's fight patch yeah. yeah you
1: know I have a feeling it'll be loser Leaves nXt uh might be time yep. for that be. and who adam cole loses looks up at the lights goodbye baby show up on smackdown happy to absolutely
0: yeah yeah he oh, 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 oh i love me some adam cole <laughs>
1: let's let's dip into smackdown where i love me some big e holy hell he's return. taking this
0: ball and he's killing it it's so good this singles run is tremendous very pleased god he's good god i love biggie
1: looking forward to the match for apollo and biggie on sunday at Fastlane where we're gonna run that down uh, speaking of which, tomorrow night, Edge versus Jey Uso. The winner of the match becomes the person at ringside, the special guest enforcer for the Fastlane main event between Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns for the Universal title. First match for Edge on SmackDown. First match for, first match for Edge on SmackDown since 2011 when he defeated Drew McIntyre.
0: Damn. <laughs> Been a while. What's Edge?
1: What is Edge right now?
0: <laughs> I don't know. What I don't get is why they're doing this will they, won't they? Like, is this going to be the triple threat? Are there, it feels like there's definitely going to be a multi-man match. I just don't know if it's going to be the Raw or SmackDown title. So,
1: I have a feeling. I have a feeling that tonight's going to be a good night. Uh, the, the the feeling is that Edge wins. Edge goes on to fast lane to be the special enforcer. And he costs Daniel Bryan the match. And Bryan gets himself into that Mania match. And it becomes a triple threat. Yeah. That's what I can see happening. I would love to see that.
0: I'm thinking fans. I'm thinking fans made the big difference here. The big decision. Where they're just like, we need that yes chant, baby. This is like one of Daniel's like later runs. And this is one of the most over guys in WWE. Like Edge, he's been away. There's a lot of younger fans who like so that's no, what i was
1: going to say is edge really a big name in 2021 does his name still resonate with the crowd
0: and it's i a think lot they of back just and don't forth not it. yeah 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 because like i mean you know i love him it was big when he came back but like you don't know it's been a weird year and you don't have that uh you don't have that well to draw you don't know you don't have the 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 sample <laughs> I can't yeah. struggling for the word but like
1: Tomorrow night you've got Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Reginald. That's all I got in my notes.
0: Yeah, I guess like at this point it's just a it's a it's a Bechdel test failure. <laughs> <laughs> well we couldn't do it, WWE. We couldn't do it. You've you've had some good women's moments in the past few years, but i feel
1: bad i feel bad that we do this show on thursday nights and smackdown's tomorrow we try to run down smackdown but really smackdown up until the last couple of weeks has been a really strong show and we yep. are, we don't really get to give it the amount of love that we'd like to because honestly most of the news has been swept under the rug by then but then we kind of catch up to it when we do a pay-per-view so next week obviously we're going to be talking a lot about Fastlane and what happened and all that stuff so i'm looking forward to smackdown tomorrow night i'm looking yep. forward to just All the amazing stuff that's coming through the pipeline with WrestleMania season. It's one hell of a time to be a wrestling fan. Always is. Always is, Tim.
0: Always. There's so much, as you said earlier, and I've said every week since we started.
1: (laughs) Yes. And until then, where can the kids find you on the internet to banter about this wrestling?
0: Oh man, kids can find me at Timstonep, T I M B S T O N E P on Twitter, which I just recently reinstalled onto my phone. So if you at me, I'll actually look at it.
1: Everybody, go follow Tim. He's an excellent follow. He's fun. He's funny. He's he's good stuff. Go like Tim. You can find the show at. Tim and Joel pod we're Tim and Joel pod everywhere including the dot-com including the youtube.com slash Tim and Joel pod If you're here, you like the video you subscribe you tap the bell You did the whole nine you tell your friends to tell us you share the links we get them out there We want more people to engage with us and we appreciate those who engage with us tonight. That's great. We appreciate you guys We want to be a good show for you guys. We want to have that positivity for you So you know what you can find me at Joel Pearl, j-o-e-l-p-e-a-r-l twitch.tv slash joelpearl i'm gonna go there very shortly and play some video games and banter with y'all so maybe come and find me there and until then enjoy fast lane enjoy your weekend enjoy the rest of your week in wrestling enjoy everything and ladies gentlemen friends beyond the binary we'll see you next week